Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are back again. Corey, it is hot outside. It is so hot outside. I got up at like 7 a.m. this morning just so I could cut grass and like do some yard work. Yeah. If you look at the weather, it, it says just like... It says the coolest part of the day is around like 3 to 4 a.m. And it's still like 80 degrees. Like, yeah, um, for for it's international brutal. listeners who um, use space points to measure your temperature, that is like 27. I don't I don't know. What is what is the Celsius conversion? Do you know, no, oh, no idea. Um, it's up there. Yeah. Do do the do the math for us, Chris. Yeah, look at uh okay. We have it's the 80 world degrees at our in the morning. Yeah, look at, it's called look internet. at me. That was very close. Twenty six point six 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 seven uh is eighty degrees. So that's that's where we're at in the morning, everybody. This time of day, uh we're looking at a cool thirty five degrees Celsius. Yeah, it's it sucks. <laughs> um I know we have a we do have a a contingent of Australian listeners. Howdy, everybody! Um, you guys are you guys are enjoying that nice cool weather down there because it's uh yeah it's winter it is winter in Australia so that must be so nice. Um, oh yeah, I would prefer it, but no. Here we are having just the sweltering heat. Yeah, it's so bad to the point of just like my like if I start sweating. I'm already mm-hmm. bad about this in general. Like if I if if I get my body like heated up, it takes it a little while to cool down. Like I can oh, dab yeah. off, I can like sit in the cool, but my body just keeps like pouring sweat. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean like the last few days, if I turn that faucet on, it just does not stop. Like oof. So we've been having to I was building some chairs that were gonna go onto our porch. Yeah, you were. And every time we did it, you know, I was like, you know what? Might as well before I get started. I'm just gonna go for a run, um, because I'm gonna be yeah, sweating anyway. I'm gonna yeah. be out here just sweating and feeling disgusting. Might as well do a little bit of exercise first, so that yeah. I'm like, you know, kind of, kind of just getting some of that in there. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a butt out there, Corey. Um, yeah. How are how are things in your life though? Are they good? Uh, things are pretty solid, I would say. Physical therapy on my knee going really well. Very cool. Um, had me. I, I was running a lot at my last uh, session, which is really fun. Okay. I guess uh, it's nice to be able to run. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they're putting you through the through your paces, it's it's rough. Yeah. Um. So that's good. Went to the farmers market yesterday morning. Got mm-hmm. lots of blackberries, peaches, some fresh shrimp. Man, off the beach. It was nice. Where's the Where's the farmer farmers market where you live? Is that uh? Did they it's just have Street, it like downtown? downtown? Okay. Yeah, they, they just kind of pop off it up. Yeah, downtown. it's every Saturday like eight to twelve. Okay. So man, I can walk there. Last time I walked there though, I almost pooped my pants on the way back. I had to go <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I was walking in like near our street, and I was walking by a gas station. I'm like, do I go in there? No, I can make it. I can make it. It's not much farther. Yeah. And as soon as I like passed by uh, the gas station, I was I regret it immediately. I'm like prairie dogging. It was rough. Yeah. So now I just drive because it's like a three minute drive. Yeah. So. That's still pretty. That's that's not bad though. Um, no, it's not bad. Yeah. Our. I mean. We have a farmer's market. I mean, I, it sounds like we have like such a huge divide. You just live further up the road. It's just like, you know, to get to your farmer's market, it would take us like an hour. Um, yeah. But yeah, our farmer's market in town is like, there's not a ton of, there's not a ton of the farming part of it. Like mm-hmm. there's some people selling some apples. Um, there's like maybe some vegetables. Like we've gone up there before and gotten some like fresh green beans and stuff. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's just like it's ladies with soaps. It's mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a it's a lot of that, yeah. which is fine. But whenever it's like eighty percent of the farmers, it's like, man, I'm not coming here for like this. Isn't why I was here. I wanted yeah. <laughs> some fresh produce. Where are my beets? Right. This is not a maker's market. Um, where is the farming? Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. Good on you, Corey. Always proving that you guys have it together up there. Um, eh, do what we can. Yeah. But Corey, um, you know what you also have up there that, ah, that yes. I don't have down here? Why, yeah. why don't you tell the fine folks um, what, I mean, just kind of out of nowhere, what what our topic of discussion for the week is going to be, apparently. This week's discussion involves a, a new console that oh. I picked up. It is a console known as the Steam Deck. What? No. <laughs> I tried to get my, just so everybody knows that I'm not missing the opportunity here, tried to get my media board going up so I could do some clapping, maybe some booing, maybe like a laugh or something. Um, yeah, it's just not working. So just imagine yeah. in the background, everybody going, yeah. <laughs> Boom! Just yeah, just think about it. Yeah, um, Corey, how are you enjoying it? I am loving it. I was shocked at how quick it came in. I never got a notification that it shipped or anything. It just okay. showed up okay. one day, and then I sent you. I got a cold, cold called slash cold sent a video to you. Yeah, of, of the unboxing. Um, the, it's incredible. My, my favorite thing about that too is the fact that you held your wife hostage during that whole thing and like made her yeah. film you. <laughs> like, is no, she wasn't this? filming. I, I just, it, she, she was just so there she, for the ride. Uh, she was painting. And so she's painted one of our walls. I'll, yeah. I'll show you, Chris. Um, no one else can see it, but it's this uh, fun little checkerboard pattern. Uh, that's going to be a cross. Oh, it's, uh, look at that. Very, yeah, it's like a two-tone yellow. Mm-hmm. We like it. Uh, but she was doing that, and so I just opened it at our our gotcha. table where, gotcha. where she was painting, and she was uh, she she was very excited by the sound of it. So, so excited, <laughs> she was very happy for you. Um, um, she was happy that I was happy. Yeah. Um, See, and that's the that is the difference that like being married for a little while and being married for a little longer makes is because if I was in that situation and I was like, hey. Um, do you want to get excited with me as I open my new Steam Deck? My wife would be like, no. Oh, and no, then she, if I tried to make her, she <laughs> would be like, please get out. <laughs> please leave no, me. It was very much a, she was painting and was in the middle of it. She's like, I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck here. So. <laughs> I'm stuck right here. Um, yeah. Corey, we, that, that's going to be, I mean, everybody, there's not a whole lot going on this week. We're going to be talking about that. I've been playing a little bit of something else. I'll we'll talk about that on the back half. But yeah, um, Corey, I want you to dive in. I want I want yep. you to paint pictures with your words about what you've been I playing, will. what the experience has been like for anybody who's never touched a Steam Deck, seen one, um, licked one, felt one, sniffed one. I want you to tell us about it. I shall. Um, so I. You know, open it up. Uh, it's a lot lighter than I thought it would be. Like okay. in terms of like, um, it's, it's a pretty light device. It's very large though. It's probably almost twice the size of my uh, Switch. Okay. Um, but booting it up, everything it has a brief little tutorial of how to like get around Steam. Essentially, it's just like it's like five different little like quick little. Hey, this does this. This does this. Do this to do this. Do this to do that. And that's it. Uh, it basically teaches you how to navigate the store, um, what each of the buttons do, how to like navigate through the different menus, um, and that's it, pretty much. And how to move it over to desktop mode. Okay. Um, so it teaches you how to do all that, and then it just like lets you go. And so I, what I've done, um, it took uh, lots of. Uh, Reddit articles, lots of scrolling through uh, like websites like Polygon, USA Today actually had a very oh. uh, in depth. Um, now, now, before God. you dig into this, I want you to I want you to be careful about operating in hypotheticals here, because or you're entering into a, a dark territory. Just be careful. Okay, <laughs> um, I understand what you're saying. Um, so, but so what I've done so far, I've installed a couple of games. I picked up um, Hi-Fi Rush directly onto Steam. Um, yeah, I'll just talk about Hi-Fi Rush just really quick. Um, holy crap, it's so good. 
I played through the opening section of okay. it. Um, I mean, you talked about it earlier this year. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, Shadow Dropped. Um, not Shadow Dropped, just like had a trailer and is like, yeah, it's out today uh, yep. from yep. Xbox. Um, it follows the main character, Chai. I desperately need them to confirm his last name is Latte. Um, <laughs> I mean, probably you, is, given it, it, given the entire like naming conventions of the world. It's It's definitely latte or tea it's, or something it, it's it's incredible um it's just this goofball character who loves music and somehow gets caught up in like this weird science experiment where uh, i mean we talked about it before so i'm not super into it but like uh his ipod gets stuck in his chest he has a robot arm and he v- sees the world through beats of music and so everything's dancing along to the beat of the music and you fight to the beat of the music and yeah it's wonderful uh, I love it. It's so ridiculous that you can't help but laugh. Um, the art style, the art direction, the voice acting, all of it's really good. I do think the combat, I'm sure we'll get better as it goes. Um, it's very fun to do to the music and land the combos. I did find the boss fight fairly lacking mm-hmm. at the end of the opening area. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm coming off of not off of Final Fantasy 16, but I've been playing tons of Final Fantasy 16, which has some of the best boss fights in the last like five years, 10 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, speaking personally. And so I was so underwhelmed by it. That doesn't change the fact that it's very good. Yeah. Um, and I'm really, really liking it. And I'm dev, I know it's pretty short too. So I'll probably burn through it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. It's not, I, it's, it's 10-ish hours under mm-hmm. probably, but yeah, it's not it's not a Final Fantasy 16 in length either. Um no. I will say, um, I don't know exactly how far you are, but yeah, I mean I remember having like some of those feelings right away of just it being like, oh, you know, it's not like it's not, you know, I feel like I'm kind of hitting the hitting the notes pretty early. Um, but it really expands because you'll get, yep. um, not, I mean, it's not a huge spoilery game in general, but I won't spoil it. Like, you know, you get access to some, uh, like support actions and stuff that really, okay. and you'll work with other characters and they really kind of like tee you up to do like some really cool combos. And plus you yourself get more like traversal moves and things like that, that allow you to kind gotcha. of like dash, dash around the map easier and do these kind of things. So it does, okay. it does expand out pretty quickly. Okay. Good to know. I'll probably talk more about it uh, next week, but don't want to focus too much on any one game. I'm going to be covering a lot of games during this. Yeah. Um, so downloaded that uh, a couple other games I'll get to here in a second, but I did, I found the system very intuitive for anyone who's used any sort of gaming console especially a modern one it's fairly straightforward how to use it yeah um everything makes perfect sense and um i found it like very user-friendly okay um where things got difficult is when i'm like okay now that i have the steam deck i can buy a ton of games on steam um, that i want to just play handheld sure or I can use it what for the purpose I wanted it for, which was to turn it into essentially a pseudo Xbox and to be able to emulate uh, older games on it. Um, allegedly. Through, allegedly through very, yeah, through very legal means. Um, games you games already that, own. Tons of games I already own. Um, all the games I already own. And so, but <laughs> for the Xbox Cloud stuff, which uh, there's a whole like how-to guide on from Polygon and from Xbox and how to do it. Um, you essentially, because this is a mobile PC, you turn into desktop mode and figuring out how to like essentially like code and set this setup Xbox Cloud Gaming. I felt like such a wizard following it. Yeah. Um, if you picked up a Steam Deck and you're wanting to get Cloud Gaming on it. I polygons guide to doing it was very straightforward and helpful um so i went through set that all that up got it um fully to like 
I can just pull it up onto like my Steam, like the game mode of it. It has its own little tab and everything. I go into it and it pulls up the cloud gaming. I go in, do all that. And so that's been really cool to have. Um, to like pull it up. I'm like, okay, here I have the entire game pass library. Um, I think and some things might be missing. It's the cloud version of it. So I think there are a couple of games that don't show up on it. Uh, that just aren't supported yet, but I've checked out a couple of things. Uh, Forza horizon five. Um, so fun, graphically incredible. Um, it's a great racing game. A little difficult at times on the more like dirt heavy tracks. Yep. Um, think you spin out a lot if you take a turn like too sharp. Yep. Um, but I found it so fun. It just loves being a racing game. It knows exactly. It knows it's a video game and loves that it is. Um, and I found myself like playing that quite a bit for um just like okay i'll just hop in i'll drive do this race and oh well now i'm done and i'll just like close it out um so i've really enjoyed that picked up pentiment which was a highlight for you earlier this year and i fully get it um it is just a like 15th century art painting the entire time it does not how uh how far in are you not far at all i'm still on the first day um if that makes sense. I, yeah. I am back to work after lunch. Okay. Uh, so I haven't played a ton of it. Um, it does not play at all how I thought it would either. I was surprised okay. that I had a moving character. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It is a, I mean, it's a visual novel through and through, but I anticipate it to be almost more bookish than it is. It, yeah. it is very bookish though. Um, and so, but. It's very fun just being able to concoct this version of Andreas in your head and play as that version of him. Like being able to choose like where he's from, his background, his studies, his knowledge and all of that. I am playing him as like a like very like himbo energy on the surface, but is very (laughs) smart underneath. And so I'm like constantly cracking jokes, all of this, but I have like, he went to law school. He has like, uh, the logistic, um, like mindset and, um, one other thing. And so he's like cracking all these jokes. And then when I get into, I got into an argument with, um, one of the nuns, I'm like, all of a sudden just like, boom, hitting that. And she's like, what, who are you? Like, what are you going on? It's like, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm him. Um, and yeah, it's, it's so good that I understand all the hype around it and I like it a whole lot. I'm, I'm probably just going to set it aside for a bit because I'm like, I could see myself just getting caught in this and this being the only thing I play. Um, I checked out MLB The Show 23. I played the demo on PlayStation. I liked it a lot. I tried it on Game Pass. It's the exact same thing. Uh, my thoughts on the show is you've played one, you've played them all. Um, it's very good, though. Um, but it's cool to have that on Game Pass, and I don't have to drop $70 to play it on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I need to, I'm planning to check out Halo as well here okay. soon. I haven't gotten to it yet. It only has the campaign on the cloud gaming. Okay. There is a multiplayer like the uh, Master Chief collection or um, like no Halo, Halo Infinite, Infinite's, Infinite Halo Infinite's campaign. It has gotcha. all of the has the collection of Halo Five, all that. I I think I can switch it over to desktop mode, pull up Game Pass, and play multiplayer on desktop mode of Game Pass. Okay, uh, haven't tried it yet, but to my understanding of how I was reading through the breakdown of how it works it's like if there's ever a game that's not showing up on the cloud you can just go back to desktop and just pull it up if you have the ultimate pass because it gives you the pc um versions of the game and so i should be okay theoretically i should be able to play the multiplayer um the hardest thing with that was getting the controller to set up right. Okay. Um, there's like a specific code you had to put in 
to essentially like bypass the Steam's idea of how a controller should work with this Game Pass. Um, but I did that, and I hooked up my one of my old uh, DualShock 4s from PS4. Because um, I was reading through, and it was like one of... It was recommended as like, this is one of the better controllers that connects and has okay. little, like very little issues um, pairing with most things. So it works really well. Very nice. Um, but yeah, so that, that was really fun. And the hard part was taking my games, my ROMs and um, games that I own and getting them to emulate onto the Steam Deck, being able to play okay. them on this platform. Um, it, yeah, just being... Getting a emu deck is what I used, which uh, sets up emulation station and or, downloads or all the emu. Which you would use if no, you were emulating things. Yes, but th- that is a very <laughs> fine thing to say. Um, it, it is, it's very um, legal website where you download all yep, yep. of the emulators. Very. Yep. Um, that isn't me like dancing around the, the subject. Um, but getting all of that to work was um, very difficult. Okay. Uh, it took me a couple of hours, lots of reading on how to um, essentially like extract the files and then get them in the right place and then um, get it to run. But once I got one of them, um, I was like, okay, I can do this. And I got the rest done in like 30 ish minutes. Okay. Um, nice. So it wasn't, it just took a while to like, okay get like the exact you have to do steps in the exact right order otherwise it yep. just won't work yep. um and once i got everything in uh that panned out so okay. um i've been checking out um several games um old one uh i've played a uh, legend of zelda wind waker mm-hmm. um haven't gotten very far i've just gotten off of the initial island outset island mm-hmm. um but the legend of zelda wind waker is a whimsical joyous exciting game it's art style playing as toon link from smash um is i find so fun and so unserious I, I, I like how you say Toon Link from Smash as if yes. it's not, not Toon from Link Wind from Wind Waker. Yeah. <laughs> happens to be in Smash. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I know him. So I'm going to reference him that way. <laughs> um, it, I only had the GameCube version of it, um, mm-hmm. not the Wii U, which is uh, the better version um, by all um, agreed by most parties. Uh, well, better, just more um, user friendly. Yeah, I mean, it It looks better, and there are, like, some quality of life stuff that mm-hmm. makes it, um, but no, I mean, I, I played through the GameCube version plenty whenever I was a kid, it's fine. Yep. Um, but it's just so fun, it's so unserious compared to Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. It's just like, yep, you're going on a pirate adventure, and guess what? You're not even Link, you're just a kid who gets to dress up as Link. You get to pretend Link. you're Link. Link's dead. <laughs> and I just found that like just wild. It's like this is like you're a link, but you're not link. I also named my link Zelda because I thought it'd be funny. Look at you. Um, yeah. Um and yeah, I, I, again, I haven't gotten far just off of Outside Island, which is like 30 minutes um into the game. because uh, I was just bouncing around between a lot of stuff. Uh Pokemon Crystal checked out. Um Played it for the first time in who knows how long. I mean, like 20 years long kind of yeah. a thing. Um, and legitimately, I, I like had a couple of tears well up as soon as I walked out of the house and I could hear the music and see that old school art style. I just kind of set it down for yeah. like 10 seconds just to like breathe it in. I felt five again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's incredible being able to just play that and like it being. Not like authentic playing on a Game Boy Color, but it's the exact same feel, same color, um, everything I could ever remember from it. And I played a good bit of that. Uh, I made my way uh, to the first gym um, there. And so and I know I just played Heart Gold last year, but it what well, it is by all means a better version of this game. Yeah. But the like this art style, the original music, 
everything about it just is so much better for me. Yeah. Um, so I've done that. Uh, I have a bunch of other stuff like uh, installed onto it that I just haven't played. Uh, mainly because um, I also picked up Vampire Survivors on Steam. And okay. have you played Vampire Survivors, Chris? I have not. Uh, I, I had not either because it's, it was initially a mobile game and I did not think it would be for me because I'm not just the biggest mobile game enjoyer. Yeah. Um, but it it um similar to a, a crusader kings 3 it it scratches that lizard brain yeah, um, yeah in me as you essentially have a couple starting classes um and you pick one each one does a couple different things i found one that works really well for me um it's the guy who uh, throws two knives out the gate all of his weapons when he initially gets them um is two instead of one yeah, so you're right. automatically doing more damage out the gate and all it is is you walk around and whatever like you don't hit any buttons other than walking around. It does all the damage for you. And every time you kill an enemy, it drops a little XPB. Not every time, but most times when you kill an enemy, it drops the XPB. You get enough, you level up, and you get to pick one of three different level ups. And so it could be something like garlic, which gives you like a little aura that anytime like you cross in front of an enemy, they take damage. Or it could be you get an extra knife to throw. Or it could be you're just 10% luckier. Okay. And it's a bunch of stuff like that over and over again where you just keep leveling up and the swarms of enemies keep coming. And it gets so much where like you can't even see the map. It's just thousands and thousands of skeletons as you're trying yeah. to like not get swarmed by them and like work your way through. And it's it has a, like a cycle to it. Like every five minute mark, like you get surrounded by like you get trapped into the circle of plants and you have to survive for like 30 seconds, a minute, so on and so forth Mm -hmm. in that. And it's, I guess like, um, cycle is just so good. Okay. Like how I have not made it super far. I've made it to like the 14 minute mark. Um, that's the farthest I've made it. Um, but I was level like 20 something. Okay. And just the what, like, as you slowly learn how it works and which each thing does, I got so drawn into it. And I've played several hours of it now at this point. And I think I've gotten pretty good. Um, because the first couple of times I wasn't making it very far, um, because it doesn't really explain how to play, it just drops you in. Um, but it, yeah, it's that old, like 32 bit, um, style. It's like it could have come out in the eighties. Um, and it plays like it probably came out in the eighties. Runs super great. Strongly recommend it was like $3 on steam. I think it's free on mobile. Um, but man, it's so good. I've, I've heard it hyped up for forever. Um, and I was like, I'll just check it out. It's $3. Um, and man, so freaking good. I have not been able to stop playing it. Um, I constantly find myself like, I'll do a quick run and that quick runs like 10 minutes. Um, which is a quick run by all, all things considered. It feels like forever though, when you're playing, because you are running for your life the entire time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I have several other games picked up. I I tried out Cuphead, very difficult. Only did the first running gun. Haven't done anything past that. I picked up uh, Deus Ex, uh, Mankind, uh, Human Revolution um, as part of our um, games that we're playing. Yep. Um, let's see. I have Resident Evil 2. I did pick up Crusader Kings 3. Oh, yeah. How um, is it? Very different compared to console. Okay. Very, very different compared to console. I have to like learn how to play it differently um, this time. Interesting. It's yeah. Uh, um, all the buttons are in different spots. You can do so many more different things as well. Um, it, it's just far more in depth than it is on console. Okay. Um, far more, and yeah, uh, very good. Still, don't get me wrong. Like, still, absolutely. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is exactly what I want. But I, I was like, I'm kind of. Conf- I'm a little confused on like where everything is. 
Yep. Um, but so, yeah, that is about everything I've checked out um, that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, but all around, like this thing, the console itself as a whole, being able to just a um, play all thing. And as long as like you know how to do, uh, you know how to do it, like you can basically get it to run on here uh, has been phenomenal. Um, some of the techier aspects of it are difficult, but the system itself does a lot of the hard work for you mm-hmm. as long as you put in the like correct like sequence of buttons. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like we were talking about it ahead of time. I think this is something you would absolutely devour. Um, I yeah. like, I think you would love it. Um, I think if anyone is wanting to, like, should I pick up an Xbox? Like, but I primarily play, I, I like a lot of older like, games as well. Like, this is the perfect system for you. You're not going to find anything better, um, as far as I'm aware. And my, you know, there are a couple, I know there are a couple other similar, like, Steam Deck things out there. Um, but everything I read, this one's just the most seamless, most user friendly from yeah. um, pretty much all perspectives and having the Steam store available where also basically everything is. And is always on sale there too. Um, I mean, I picked up, I think, eight games directly from Steam, all on sale, all for like less than a hundred dollars, um, which is phenomenal. Um, so yeah, that is that is my initial thoughts of the of the Steam Deck. It lives up and more to the hype, and. Um, Big, big fan of it. Very glad to have it. Love it. Yeah, I um, I am just I'm I'm so happy for you, Corey. You um, you were opening the door to a brand new world that yes. you can just explore at your leisure, and I'm yep. very excited. Um, especially too because I mean, one of us has to because it's probably going to yes. be a while before. I get a Steam Deck um, as much as I would. I would like to get one and plan to get one at some point because I do. You know, I mean, we've talked about it on here before. Like there are plenty of I mean, there are a lot of cool games that only live on PC. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of cool games that like are optimized for PC there. Yep. I mean, even stuff like even stuff that you can play and have played on other systems. Like there are plenty of people who prefer to play Stardew Valley on steam because of all the mod support, you know, just, I mean, a lot of these kind of things that um, can be hugely beneficial, not to mention the fact that like steam has massive sales all the time. And so like all the time, you know, you can get some of these games for significantly cheaper. Um, But yeah, I'm, I am very excited to keep hearing, you know, the trajectory of this, how you get to enjoy it, if and when you pick up Baldur's Gate three on it a month before oh, the rest of us plebeians. That that is the plan. Um, <laughs> I got to finish Final Fantasy sixteen, which I am at the end of. Okay, I, we, I mean we talked about it uh, before the show, but I have all the icons now, and the BBEG has basically told me to come get him. Uh, for anyone who's made it that far. And so gotcha. I'm on my way to get him. Love um, it. And then I need to finish Tears of the Kingdom as well. And then I'm going to pick up Baldur's Gate 3 and just live that. Have you, did you, I don't want to get super deep into it, but did you see their um, presentation like two days ago? Who's? Uh, Larian Studios on Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate um, 3. I don't think so. I, I did see that they had like a new, maybe like release trailer. Yeah, there's, there's a new release trailer um, than they did like a um, like three hour um, okay. showcase on a couple of things that they were adding uh, to it. It mainly involved most of the romance stuff. Mm-hmm. I, at the end of one of the trailers, you can see like you can do a romance scene as a bear because you're a druid. And I was just like, whoa. Goodness. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's, that took a turn. Um, that's interesting. But it, I mean, they are hyping it up. Yeah. And I, I am, I'm buying into the hype. 
Okay. I, I, I need it because I've debated buying it so many times since I picked this up. I'm like, do I just get it? No, it comes out in a month. Like, I'm going to, they've already said it's going to be very different, but not super different. But like the opening is going to be yep. uh, different. I'm like, oh, I can play through. It's like the level cap's only five. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to maintain some self control, but yeah. I want it. I want it desperately. Yeah. Just, just wait it down. You got a month. Just yeah. not even a month, like yeah. 20 days. Yeah. You just take your time with it, Corey. Um, yeah. Yeah, for perspective with Steam, just for everybody to show you how little I use Steam, um, I logged into my Steam accounts, um, which I had not logged into for 213 days. Wow. Um, my account is 11 years old. Um, wow. Almost 12 years old. It, uh, July 2011. Um, I have 10 games. Um, and the most I've played on any of them is City Skylines, which is 18-ish hours. Also have Dota Underlords, Portal 2, um, Undertale's on there. Yep, I have not used Steam much in my life. So <laughs> one day, well, when I'm I get a Steam Deck, a lot. Yeah, you, you'll get to use it for the both of us, and then maybe one day I'll, I'll join you. Who knows? Yeah. We'll It'll also be great. Um, I'll be able to play Starfield when that drops mm-hmm. in a couple yep. months too. Yep. Um, you know, it's like I am set up for a lot of success with this. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm excited to keep talking about it uh, yeah. with you and for all our listeners as well. Uh, if you have any recs, recommendations on um, any games or uh, possibly like any older games that I, that I have um, that you would like yeah. to play um you know yeah. just send send us uh just say send Corey, it I, I know you've played this i know you have it physically i would love to hear your thoughts um if you would so. like to also have this on your steam deck here's what i would recommend yeah yeah just send that our way i, I am the, the world is my oyster right mm-hmm. now um and the steam deck is the bright pearl that i've pulled from it, love uh, it. yeah i love your analogies Thank you. Uh, smart I, I man. Uh, yeah. Excited about it. Look forward to the Steam session once a, once a week from yeah. here on out. Yeah, Alongside I mean, our Kingdom Minute. Uh, eventually it'll just be a recurring, uh, the same stuff recurring over and over every single week. Look forward to it. Yo, Steam seconds with Kingdom Minutes. Yeah. Look at you. Um, sweet, Corey. That's, um, that's all I got this week. I'm, I could keep going, but uh, I know you have stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have much. I mean, I have played more Final Fantasy 16, um, further along yeah, than Final have. Fantasy 16. Still you, good. Still, I mean, you know, there's still stuff that like bothers me. I think, you know, the further yep. along that I get, the more that I do just kind of, I think I get a little like poo-poo about the like why am i having to go and why am i getting so many crafting components that i never use why am Mm. i having to go all the way over here just to buy a sword that upgrades like me five damage why not just like i beat the boss give me a new one just just let's let's stop playing let's stop pretending (laughs) We're trying to do this. Okay. Okay. To be fair, I crafted a sword oh. um, that I've been using for a while now, and all the upgraded ones that you like get story wise have yet to compare to it. So, uh, just saying, it's a thing. You just mm, you just got to look. Not not yet. It's not. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's that's that's the only thing that's kind of like that bums me out about it a little bit is just you know it's. It isn't Final Fantasy in that regard, which is fine, but it's, you know, I, I do wish they would have just not had that part in yeah. it, just fully committed, because um, I think it would have been, you know, it, it would have streamlined the experience and um, allowed for a little bit less confusion in some spots. Um, but no, I mean, the game's great. They're 
still, you know, wonderful, incredible moments that are like hitting really like hard, um, just really hype. Um, still probably a decent ways from the end, but still kind of plucking along. Um, so I had the chance to bring something else though, Corey. Um, I did play a decent bit of, uh, the Talos principle. Um, tell me all about it because I am curious. Well, so I downloaded it partially because it was free. Um, and then I also put it on my radar because Talos principle two was announced. Was it during the Keeley presentation? I can't remember, but, um, yeah, Talos principle two was announced and do is due to come out. Is there a release date? Uh, no, they didn't give us a release date. Okay. They just said in development. Yeah. It says 2023. My- so, um, mm-hmm. at least according mm-hmm. to steam. So who knows? Um, yeah, Talos Principle 1 came out in 2014, so it has been a while. Like, even though it yep. doesn't, like, in my mind, it doesn't seem like that. It's been a while. Um, so it came out in 2014, and it's very, like, the way that I always, the picture that I always had in my mind and what I would say now, having played a decent amount of it, is, like, it is kind of, you know, what if... It's kind of like you take Portal and you make it less funny and more philosophical is kind of like like it's a first person puzzle game. Um, So if you've played something like Portal, you've played something like Witness, it has that similar aesthetic where you're going through when you're completing, you know, different area puzzles. I mean, it's a little bit more akin to something like Portal because like the Witness is just, you know, you're drawing these patterns in like you're wandering this big world and you're drawing these patterns. This is more segmented um, where there are like specific lanes and you have to like, um, basically the entire goal is you wake up um, and you are, you are a robot and you hear this voice from above, very like godlike voice um, calling himself Elohim, which is in the Hebrew, um, is God. So, I mean, there's, okay. there's a very like, you know, there's, there's an obvious connection there and he wants you to like go through these trials and effectively kind of like prove your worth. So you're going through these trials and you know, it becomes very apparent. It's not really spoilery to say this, but it becomes very apparent very quickly that like you were in a, some sort of virtual space. You were not in like a real world. And also to, the real world might might have ended like I'm not sure 100 okay. percent on that, but it seems like the world's ended. This is like the a virtual space that has been created to preserve data. Um, again, some of this is speculative. And even if it isn't, um, you're seeing data logs within the first like 30 minutes that are, <laughs> that are saying this. So it's not like a it's not a super spoilery thing. Um, But yeah, I mean, you go through and solve these puzzles and they all have like, it starts off very simple where you have, um, you have this like jammer device that you'll find and the jammer device can shut down random parts of these areas. So maybe there's like a force field that you can't pass through. If you use the jammer, if you set it down, it'll shut down the force field, but the jammer has to sit there. You can't just like then pick up the jammer and then right, move yeah. along. It has to be jamming the force field. And if you pick it up, it stops jamming. Um, and same is true for like, you know, there are turrets. There are like these floating bomb things. Like, you know, you're trying to figure out a lot of the stuff are like. So with Portal, there's a lot of like kineticism to some of the puzzles because mm-hmm. you're using the portals, you're using momentum. So you're like trying to launch yourself through this to gain momentum so you can jump higher or whatever. This is not that so much. It's a lot of like very static um, puzzles where you're using these like objects to bend beams of light to shut down certain items so you can get through safely through this passage, whatever. And you gradually like unlock more items not that you're actively using, but for these puzzles. So you'll Mm -hmm. find more puzzles that are using like 
this beam refractor and these boxes that you can jump on and also these like uh, fan, like wind turbine pieces and stuff. And you're using all of those to solve these puzzles. So whenever you solve a puzzle, you get this like Tetris piece that slots into some like door that you see that allows you to kind of like unlock this door and then move forward. Um, the like the gameplay, like the, the puzzles of it really interesting. Like they ramp up pretty quickly, like very early on. They are like painfully simple in a way okay. where it's like, you're walking in this thing is like, Oh, how are you going to figure this one out? And it's like, well, I'm going to take that jammer. I'm going to shut down that force field and then I'm going to walk through it. And then I'm going to yep. grab that, that Tetris piece. It gets further along, like it it progressively becomes more complicated, especially as you're getting more of these tools, because mm-hmm. in a lot of ways they're having to work together. And in some ways it's like, OK, I have to get this red beam into the red slot to unlock this door, but I need to figure out how to get it, like how to angle it properly so it's not running into the blue beam, because whenever it runs in the blue beam, they cancel each other out. So then I like what how i need to like observe my environments i need to look around i need to find a better way to kind of like lay this stuff out and so there's like there's a lot of there's a lot of thinking about it there's a lot of strategy there's a lot of like trying to figure out the right angle the right like you know whatever um so it's a very like the the puzzles are progressively becoming more interesting um and then as you're going along there's this like overarching narrative you go into these areas there are these terminals that come up with a lot of these data logs um some like there's some voice memos that are sitting around and it's basically kind of like painting a picture of what probably what happened prior um Mm -hmm. you know any any game that has like a you're at the end of civilization kind of thing it's it's that kind of thing where it's all of these data logs left by these scientists who were like trying to chronicle their whatever. Um, but it has this, this bent to it where like you're interacting, you're a robot. You're also interacting in this space with like a library assistant module in okay. one of, in these terminals who effectively is kind of like, if you want to keep a biblical kind of analogy going, um, Kind of has a function like like the snake in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> like is is okay. kind of like sowing dissent in you because like the space that you're in is very like it's you wake up and it's this it's very Greek like a lot of these big columns a lot of mm-hmm. green um, it seems very ancient but you're using a lot of like futuristic technology plus you're a robot um, and. So it has this kind of like, and plus with the voice of God in there, it has this thing of like, oh, you're in this, you're in this utopic thing. Yeah. You know, there's water stretching out, all this kind of stuff. And this, this like assistant module is basically kind of like, you know, I know because like, that's one of the big overarching things from the beginning too, is that the voice of God's like, go, go anywhere you want, but don't go to the top of the tower. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever you do, you will die. I will kill you. Um, and the snake's like, yeah. are you will, sure? Will, will he? he? <laughs> you, I, I, and so, like, there's that dichotomy there. And there's also just, like, the overarching philosophical um, kind of, like, commentary that's happening of, like, what does it mean to be human? Like, right. what it, you know, I mean, like, Talos... In Greek mythology, was a um, he was a figure that came in like uh, Jason and the Argonauts story, and you know, kind of popped up in those areas. And it was a like a big bronze automaton yeah. who was tasked with defending Crete. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of the I think like Phyllis, I, I don't know his whole story, but like philosophically it was this, there was this kind of like, is Talos like what makes a real person? Because Talos is a robot, but he also has like a, he has a vein in his body. That's essentially keeping him alive. Like there's a fluid that's kind of like a blood, like blood that's flowing through him. And 
then that drains out of his body and he dies. So is maybe he is human. Like what is human? Like, and so there's a lot of this stuff because you're a robot, you're talking to AIs, you're having these kind of things. And there's a lot of conversation about through these logs that are talking about like, what does it mean to be human? Am I human? Because I'm thinking, because I'm feeling, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's asking you all these questions about like, if this were to happen, how would you feel? What would you do? Like you're, there's a lot of this. As weird as it sounds, like I am, I am not very into that part of the game. Like, I'm kind of breezing through some of it because it partially like it feels like because the game came out almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like I feel like we've seen a lot of that since. And maybe had I played it in 2014, it would have been like, whoa, my oh, goodness, this is just it's blowing my mind. But like, it's not really. I, I feel like we've had those conversations. I feel like we've had plenty of those those kind of like analogies to being like, what does it mean to be human? What's it? You know, it's what are all the great? Yeah, thing. I mean, like there there are a lot of other pieces of media that are kind of examining this, and I don't think it's I don't think Talos Principle is doing anything wrong in it. I'm not looking at it being like, well, you you suck at how you're putting this together. No, it's just. I think I'm less me as a person. I am less interested in that aspect of it just because like I'm coming in. I'm like, you know what? Your puzzles are good. Let me play the puzzles. I'll just kind of like brush through the rest of it. And I think I'm like, I don't know if I will finish it. Um, partially one. It's like 20 hours. Oof. It's a, but it it's is beefy. a big game. Yeah. I, For that style, I would have, yeah, I would have guessed it was like eight. Like if if I put money down, I would have been like, "This is gonna be like eight hours." Because Portal um, One's like three, and Portal Two is like eight. Yeah, something. Yeah. Like that. Um. So it's a. I mean, it's a big game. There's a lot of stuff. I think there's like the puzzles. I mean, and it's one of those things. Like I could set it down and come back in a year, and I probably wouldn't have too much trouble picking it back up and playing the puzzles because the puzzles are very like. You know, they're isolated in how they're you, mm-hmm. you don't need a ton of context. You don't need a whole lot of information, whereas something like the witness, like those puzzles are all knowledge based. Yeah. Like you can solve any of the puzzles from the beginning if you just know the rules of the world. You're spending most of your time discovering yeah. how to solve all these puzzles. Um this feels like one of those things where I could set it down and pop back up whenever I'm in the mood for like more puzzly type of thing. But okay. yeah, like I'm not, I'm not super, I'm not really hurting for like whatever direction this story takes. I'm sure it's cool. I'm sure it does interesting stuff, but I also kind of feel like I know the direction mm-hmm. that it's going to go is like, you know, you're going to go to the top of the tower oh, yeah. and Elohim is going to be like some big fraud. And it's going to like and again, it's not like it's not taking away from the Talos principle to kind of like have these assumptions or for any of like for me to guess all of it and for it to be right and whatever. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, it's an older game and it's like we've. AI is very much a part of our life now. We're we're having these conversations more regularly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it makes me. I'm interested in Talos Principle Two. I don't really know. I don't know if it's like a um, if it's a continuation. Um, that would be interesting. Like, if it is, if it is like a literal sequel, like in what capacity? Like, what happens potentially? That may make me finish the game as if it is an actual true sequel. Cause I would want to yeah. kind of see what that trajectory was. Um, but no, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a cool game. If you like puzzle games, if you like that first person style of puzzle game, a lot of like cerebral thinking kind of stuff. And if you want something that's a little bit more philosophical in your life, Hey, hit it up. It's a uh, talentless principle. It's on, uh, everything and probably cheap on a lot of things. Um, yeah, if you have like super strong, because like whenever I was reading through 
Steam threads or Reddit or whatever, there's some people who are like, this changed my life. Okay. This experience, like this was just, this was mind shattering and just the way that it made me think about the world. Um, Cause there is also like an overarching theme, not just about like human consciousness, but also about like reality. Okay. Like, you know, this idea that reality doesn't stop being real just because you don't want it to be <laughs> like <laughs> that, that kind of idea, kind of like tracing back to if a tree falls in the forest, no one's around to hear it. Does it make a sound? It's like, well, yes, just because mm. I mean, reality dictates that. Yes, it did make a sound whether or not like you experienced that reality. That's that's your problem. And yep. so there is some of that like there's I think there's a lot of interesting stuff there. So if you if that's like if you're really that's kind of like your lane right now and you're like, man, I really want to be fed with some of that. There's some cool stuff. Um, pretty neat thing. Like the um, also just like walking around the world is pretty serene. I don't think there's okay. much to do in the like world other than do puzzles. But there are a lot of, you know, like one area is Greek and one's more like Egyptian. And, you know, there's it's kind of like varied types of places that you're going to. And it's kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, interesting thing. Um, having having fun with it. Probably not going to probably not going to spend that full 20 hours right now. But no. uh, probably <laughs> probably will come back at some point. So, yeah. Well, nice. I mean, I have it downloaded onto my PlayStation. Uh, I'm glad one of us has played it. I don't know if that's quite for me, but I am intrigued um, more by the story than the puzzle bits, uh, kind of on the flip side of you uh, there. So I might give it, I might check it out and see what's happening. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. I there's just so much I have to play now um, because I have a Steam Deck. And. Yeah, that, it's just all consuming. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, your life is a is a video game now, Corey, or is it? Well, I don't know. That's what okay. <laughs> does reality <laughs> is reality, whether my human consciousness chooses to accept it or not. There you go. Um, yeah, Corey. Um, what else we got? Do we have anything else today? Um, uh, that's about all I got. I saw the new Indiana Jones movie. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, in I thought it was with your yeah. own eyeballs. Uh huh. Um, I thought it was fun. I don't know if I thought it okay. was good. Uh, kind of like the last one. Um, I, it it didn't justify its existence, which is I think my biggest issue with it. It, okay. it did it did nothing to give reason for it. Because I've seen some people be like, "Oh well, this is a great way to tie up the franchise." I'm like, it, "You tied it up extremely well." At the yep. end of Crystal Skull, by like all means, that was like a bow, like nicely, nicely wrapped. Yeah. Um, and this time through, they basically sit, they set the tables like, oh, well, all this stuff happened in the background, and here we are now, and this is what happens, and okay, now it's over. I'm like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was it was fun, like it's the Indiana Jones movie, but it's just it wasn't good. You, yeah, you didn't you didn't convince me it needed to be made, um, which is which is kind of sad. But yeah, yeah. well, and, and that was the plan originally, wasn't it? That they were going to transition like they were sunsetting Indiana to make room for like, what was his name? Mutt? Was that Sheila Booth's yeah, character? And Shia LaBeouf. Shia, surprise. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of like set up to take over the mantle with Crystal Skull. And then, like, I, I guess those didn't work out, so they still needed to milk, milk yeah. old Harrison Ford, Ford for all he's, yeah. all he's worth. Am I allowed to spoil something for you and for our listeners or no? Yeah, I mean, yeah. feel okay. free. Just uh, I, everybody, I, I, close your ears if you... I would if, skip, <laughs> the th I would, on your, your thing, skip 1536 ahead here soon. Um, right. They uh, kill off him in the background. He, he dies in Nam. 
Um, which Shia LaBeouf is, does? Shia LaBeouf, yeah. Oh, no! Uh, which it's kind of funny because, uh, to my understanding, Transformers also killed Shia LaBeouf <laughs> off in the off screen. <laughs> and it brings that two nickel situation of like, I, if I had a nickel for every time this happened, it would be two nickels. Yep. And which isn't a lot, but it's weird that I have two. Um, yeah. That, and so, yeah. I mean, it, it is a big plot point of the movie. Um, but yeah, they just 100% just kill him off screen. Just like, yeah, no, he died. He died in Nam. Interesting. And, yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay. Tough. Yeah. But you just, it, it, sometimes. it, it is movie season. <laughs> um, so next week I'm seeing the new Mission Impossible. Okay. And then doing the Barbie Heimer double feature. Mm, or Narby. I'm gonna see Oppenheimer. Are you seeing first. that like in um like in a drive-in where it's a double feature back to back, or are you just no me just and a bunch, like, of, bunch of my friends were gonna uh very nice. go. I want to do Oppenheimer first, then okay. go get dinner and question the morality of man, and then I want all that to be washed away by Barbie. How um, long is Oppenheimer? That's gonna be like a it's long, it's like three hours, yeah. uh, I think. Have you seen the IMAX? Um, rolls. It is 600 pounds, 11 miles long of footage. Yes. Yeah. Right. Good Lord. Yeah. It's crazy. It's absurd. I'm excited though. Yeah. yeah. It's picked out and everything. I would. Gosh, I love Killian Murphy though. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. And Damon's uh, in it too. A lot of people are in it. Josh Peck is in it. Yeah. Josh Harnett is in it. Yeah. Um, uh, Jack Quaid, Dennis yeah. Quaid's son, uh, yeah. or Huey from The Boys, as he's known, yeah. is yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt, um, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's a star studded cast. James Darcy from uh, yeah. something. What have I seen him in? What's oh. he in? Oh, he's the voice of uh, Jarvis in uh, oh, yes. MCU. That's what it is. Um, I knew I hadn't seen that name before. Vision. Um, yeah, a lot of people. Josh Peck. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Right. Who would have thought for Josh yeah. from Drake and Josh is in a Christopher Nolan movie? Not him. That's no. for sure. No. No one. But yeah, I mean, a couple, I'll probably give some thoughts on these movies over the next couple of weeks. I am excited for Mission Impossible. That Those movies are the kind of just like mindless fun that I enjoy. Like it is such good, like stunt work because Tom Cruise yep. is a psychopath yep. and like great, like set piece sequences that are just a joy to watch. The story always means nothing. Um, it's how we have to stop the nuke. Um, yep. But I'm excited for it. It'll be good. Yeah. Rami Malik is in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Star-studded cast, man. Yeah, love it. Everybody's in it. Sweet. Well, Corey, I can't wait to hear all about them. But uh, in the meantime, why don't you tell people uh, where they can find you on the internet if they want to find you on the internet? Uh, uh, if you want to find me and send over game wrecks, uh, like I said before, uh, Instagram, hash slinging thrasher, or Twitter at stay thrash, you just there's anything you would like me to check out that I own, send it my way. Yeah. Um, but always, uh, you can also send it to our, our Twitter page, arcade underscore cozy, for us both to see. But that does ruin the surprise for Chris. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What about you, Chris? Where can they, <laughs> where can they, where can they find a, a you? You can find me at uh, Four Point Pixel on Instagram, uh, Swiss Fun Joe on Twitter. Um, I am also on threads as is everybody mm, in the I'm world, not. just because of the fact that you click a button and it just makes a threads account for you on accident. I, um, I have not done it cause I've not updated my Instagram. Yeah. I haven't done anything with it cause I'm kind of on a social media hiatus right yeah, now. You but Yeah. You know, it, it looks like old, old Twitter. Like it's a lot of people yeah. saying weird stuff that you don't care about. Um, 
it, people haven't figured it out yet, even though we've had Twitter for like 15 years. So that's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, where else? Uh, Arcade Cozy, gmail.com. Uh, send us stuff, questions, yeah. comments, um, concerns, and uh, suggestions for Corey, um, if Please. you would. Um, yeah. Uh, Johnny Be Good, 89 on Instagram. You can follow him, find him there. Um, but yeah, Corey, um, this has been a blast. I hope you enjoy your Steam Deck this week. I Stay shall. cool. Um, mm-hmm. Do not let it out into the sun, lest it I, melts. It will combust. It gets really hot. That is my okay. It, it, okay. it gets really, really hot. Okay. Look at that. Um, can't be perfect, but no. what can you do? Um, yeah. Corey, this has been Arcade Cozy. Life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be, be too? too? Yeah. Bye.